Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. Oh, yeah! Welcome back to another episode of Tube Talk presented by vidIQ. I am your host, Viper, the man about tech executive producer at the IQ, and I'm back, baby. Woo, yes. Your boy Viper is back in the building, back from vacation. First off, let me thank my man, Rob Wilson, and Dan, the man over at vidIQ for holding me down while I was on vacation. I appreciate them stepping in and taking care of the podcast. They had the uh, chat for the last two weeks with Ed of Film Booth, so shout out to all of them for getting it done. But Viper back in the building. And on today's episode, it's just going to be me going coast to coast here because actually uh, this coming week, I'm getting ready to head out to L.A. By the time you listen to this, I will be in L.A. for VidCon 2022. So we're going to do this solo today. But creators, we need to talk. That's right. Your boy Viper needs to have a heart to heart with you all. Today, I'm here to tell creators all across social media that the platform owe you nothing. Now, some of y'all are like, oh! Viper, what are you talking about? What do you mean the platforms owe us nothing? Just what I said. The platforms owe you nothing. See, a lot of creators, some of y'all get it twisted. You think you have more power than you actually do on these platforms, okay? YouTube is not yours. TikTok is not yours. Instagram is not yours. Facebook is not yours. Those are ran by the higher up the executives and the shareholders of their board and all of that stuff. The platform will always do what's in the best interest of the platform. And they will do that at your expense if they need to, creators. The sense of entitlement that I see out here on social media about how the platform should do this, this, and this for creators. I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, some of y'all are not being very realistic about the situation. The reality is that you can talk and say all the stuff And you could think that you're entitled because you're making content for the platform, but the platform doesn't owe you anything. Mostly our independent contractors. We are not employed by these platforms. We choose to willingly make content for these platforms. Have y'all read the YouTube Terms of Service? Or for that matter, have you read the Terms of Service of whatever platform that you choose to be on? Because I'm pretty sure somewhere in that Terms of Service, it says that if the platform wants to oust you, if they want to kick you off the platform, they have the power to do that. And guess what you can do as a creator? You can do two things, nothing and like it, like The Rock said back in the day in the WWF. You can do two things, nothing and like it, if they choose to oust you. Because you signed that agreement when you chose to upload your content to that platform. Now, that's not to say that... We as creators can't fight to make the platform better and get these platforms to make changes that are more creator friendly because we could absolutely do that. And in some cases, we have done that to great effect. What I'm saying is that don't get it twisted, though. Don't think that you can rule the platform to make them do whatever you want to do or feel like these platforms are beholden to you as creators. They are not. They will kick you off for anything and everything if they can and feel the need. Don't believe me? Actman, the Actman on YouTube. Talk to him about it. He's been brought in some controversy on the platform and he got his entire channel demonetized, unfortunately. Whether it be right or wrong, it happened. And there's not much he can do about it, but it happened. It's an unfortunate situation. I'm not going to go into all of it on the podcast, but he's not the only creator that's gotten their channel demonetized for whatever reason by YouTube. Again, it goes back to the whole title of the podcast. The platform owes you 
nothing. If they feel like they can kick you off or they feel like you're not behaving in good faith in accordance to the platform rules and regulations, they will limit your income making potential. They could terminate your channel. They could demonetize your video. They will do what they need to do, what they feel is in the best interest of the platform. And let's not get it twisted. We know who YouTube answers to you all. It's not the creators. It's the advertisers. The advertisers run YouTube for better or worse. Because how are we making money on YouTube? Ads. AdSense. Everybody's favorite thing or least favorite thing, depending on how you use the platform. AdSense. Most of you all who are monetized in the YouTube partner program make money via AdSense. That is how we get paid. And that works because advertisers are willing to run their ads on YouTube. So YouTube's first obligation of responsibility is to the advertisers because the advertisers are what keep YouTube running. They are what make YouTube money. And if a creator is on a platform acting in a way that's detrimental to the advertisers wanting to be on YouTube, guess what YouTube is going to do? They're going to protect the platform and appease the advertiser at the expense of any creator that is being detrimental to that relationship between YouTube and the advertiser. That is the reality. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it. But that is the reality of life. That is how life works. You cannot tell your landlord how to run his property. You cannot tell your boss how to do their job. It doesn't work that way. When you're on these platforms, you answer to the owners and executives or the shareholders of the platform or the people that make the rules and regulations of the platform. If you want to do your own thing as creators, then guess what? You have to build your own platform. Then you can do whatever you want and not answer to anybody. But for those of y'all who feel entitled about what YouTube should be doing for you, this, that, and the other, let me ask you a very serious question here. Could you run your own version of YouTube and make money? Let me repeat that for the people in the back. Could you, as a creator, run your version of YouTube, build a YouTube competitor, and make profit? Don't worry, I'll wait. No, you couldn't. Because a lot of you don't even take into account what goes into running a company, a site, a conglomerate like YouTube. Do you understand that YouTube operates all across the globe? Do you understand that YouTube has to abide by rules and regulations in every part of the globe? It's not just the United States rules and regulations that YouTube has to abide by. They have to abide by the European Union's regulations. They have to abide by the Canadian regulations. They have to abide by uh, Asian regulations. Wherever YouTube is, they have to abide by those regulations. I think even right now, as I speak into this microphone, there are things going on in Canada which could be just detrimental to Canadian YouTubers because they are trying to change some laws up there in Canada as it relates to YouTube. On top of all that, think about the operating cost for YouTube to be on servers all across the globe. Not only to be on servers all across the globe, having those servers run 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so your video can be available to whoever wants them at any given time, day or night, 24-7. Not to mention, there are so many hours of content being uploaded to YouTube every single second of the day. Could you afford to hold all of that data by yourself? Think about how much content is uploaded to YouTube on a minute-by-minute -minute basis. And ask yourself, when you are feeling that sense of entitlement, could you hold space for that much data by yourself and make money doing it? No, you couldn't. Unless you're Elon Musk, probably not. I'm saying this to say that I think we at Creative, we forget how good we have it. See, some of y'all listening to this podcast, y'all not as old as I am. 
I am old enough to remember that back in the day when you wanted to upload content to the internet, you had to pay for it. You had to pay for web hosting back in the 90s, okay? We don't really have to do that anymore. But back in the day, or as Roberto would say, back in my day, I had to pay to upload content to the web and have a website host my content. Yes. You had to pay for this stuff back in the day. We have it so good as creators today. We can dump hours upon hours upon hours of content onto YouTube, and YouTube does not charge us a dime. Not only that, we have it so good that YouTube has a partner program that allows us to monetize that content, which means that not only do we not get charged to upload videos to YouTube, depending on how big of an audience we have and how much content we upload and if we meet the partnership program requirement, YouTube literally pays us for the content that we upload to the platform. Again, they don't charge us to upload the content. We can upload as much as we want to YouTube anytime we want. And if we meet the requirements, we can get into their monetization program and actually get paid to upload content to YouTube. And I didn't even get to the part where I tell you all that YouTube has 2 billion eyes on its platform every single month, which means you have 2 billion opportunities as creators for someone to discover you every single month. We got people out there listening to the podcast today that think that YouTube is too saturated, that they can't make their own way on the platform. I got new for you. No, it's not. There is so much room out there for new creators to come on the platform and make their own way. 2 billion monthly active users on YouTube. No, it's not saturated. Nobody will be able to deliver content in the way that you can, how you do it. And because of that, because you are your own individual, you have a chance to come on YouTube or whatever platform that you prefer and make a living or build a following, build an audience, whatever it is that you want to do. You have that opportunity because there are so many eyes on YouTube. I'm just about YouTube right now, but again, 2 billion monthly active users I think they just reported that there are about 1.5 billion of those are watching YouTube shorts. So that lends credibility to the opportunity that we as creators have just by uploading content to YouTube. YouTube is literally the biggest network in the world. And just by uploading your content to YouTube, you have an opportunity to be discovered by person or persons or companies that could potentially change your life. And again, how much does YouTube charge for these opportunities that creators have? Nothing. They charge us nothing. They charge us nothing to upload hours upon hours of video. They charge us nothing to have access to 2 billion monthly users. They charge us nothing to have a credible, viable platform that brands take seriously, that brands actually come to and look to, to find creators to work with their brands and make more money off the platform. But some of y'all out here acting all entitled that YouTube doesn't do enough for me. YouTube does more for you than you even realize. But some of us are too stuck in our own heads to understand how good we have it today. But you know what? With all that opportunity, with everything I just mentioned, the reality also has to set in that all of that can be taken away from you just as quickly as you have access to it. Again, if you are conducting yourself in a way that is detrimental to the platform, whether it be on or off YouTube, they can kick you off of YouTube. And you don't have to like it. Again, it doesn't matter what you as the creator think. If you're popping off at the mouth, like getting into things on Twitter and things like that, as crazy as it is, 
and I don't agree with it. But if you are popping off at the mouth on Twitter in a way that YouTube feels detrimental to the platform, they can kick you off. If you're uploading content that is detrimental to the platform on YouTube, they can kick you off. If they feel like you're bullying other creators on the platform, they can kick you off. So everything I just said about the all the opportunity, the eye, the chances that you have to make it on YouTube, that can all be taken away from you in a blink of an eye if you are not conducting yourself to the rules and regulations of the platform. Because again, as much opportunity and income potential as being on YouTube presents to everybody who's on the platform, YouTube owes you nothing. Because again, we are independent contractors on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok. We are not YouTube employees. They don't owe us anything. Not to mention the fact that as I've alluded to several times in this podcast, YouTube charges you nothing to upload your content. YouTube willingly accepts your videos for free. No cost to you, the creator. This episode of Tube Talk is brought to you by vidIQ's Trend Alerts tool. Think Google Alerts, but specifically for YouTube trends. This tool is great for planning your next video as it helps you stay on top of trending topics within your niche. Provided you have vidIQ installed on your Chrome or Firefox browser, you'll find it on the left-hand sidebar the next time you're in your YouTube studio. Once there, you can create an alert and enter keywords for it and set the parameters. So, for example, I could have a channel that covers iPhones. And I may want an alert that includes things like iPhone, iPhone 12, or even Apple event. Then I can set up my alert to email me whenever a new video hits, say, 500, 1,000, or even 10,000 views an hour. So if suddenly I get an email and see 20 new videos all talking about iPhone 27 rumors, and they're all each getting about 500 views an hour... I know that something's probably going down and I had better hit record. The Trend Alerts tool is free when you sign up with vidIQ. So visit vidIQ.com, install the extension, and start creating Trend Alerts today. None of these platforms are perfect, okay? Lord knows there's enough problems on YouTube between the copyright stuff and the false flagging and the, and the different drama with creators on YouTube and YouTube not handling things in an orderly manner and things like that. There's enough issues on YouTube. But for all the things that are wrong with YouTube, I think YouTube is doing a lot more right than they are doing wrong. But every platform has issues. It doesn't matter where you go. If you don't like something that's happening on YouTube, so you leave YouTube to go to another platform, guess what? You're going to encounter issues on that other platform because it is just the inherent nature of human beings and what we do and how we behave. There are going to be problems everywhere humans exist. That's just how it is. That's life. That's reality. Get over it. But as much as I love YouTube and as much as I talk about YouTube and how good it is to creators, I will also tell you something that was told to me by a good friend of mine named Andrew Edward. Don't just consider yourself a YouTuber. Basically saying, don't put all your eggs in the YouTube basket because what if YouTube goes down? It's rare, but it does happen from time to time where YouTube goes down. If you solely make your living off of YouTube and the site goes down, where does that leave you? S-O-L. So because of that, you need to diversify your income potential, diversify your platform presence. Don't just be on YouTube. Hell, be on YouTube, be on TikTok, be on Instagram, be on Facebook. I'm not saying be on all the platforms because then you risk the chance of burning yourself out and spreading yourself too thin. But I would say if you are seriously thinking about making a living, being a content creator, you should probably be present on at least two or three platforms and be making money off of two or three platforms at a time just so you can have that protection if something happens with one of the platforms. You want to make sure that your income is protected at all costs. If you are in it to make a living on YouTube, protect yourself at all costs. Protect your neck, okay?
We call that protect your neck. But it all goes back to what I said at the very top of the show. Just be careful how you're running around on these social media because we all know the internet is forever. And there is no such thing as deleting stuff because once it's out there, somebody's going to screenshot it and that's it. So be careful about how you conduct yourself on the internet and make sure you are following the rules and regulations of the platform that you're on, whether that be YouTube or TikTok or whatever. And understand that as much as we love YouTube and as many opportunities as YouTube brings us as creators, YouTube does not owe us a thing. They graciously, willingly, out of the goodness of their heart, decided to do a 55-45 split with creators for their advertising revenue. YouTube doesn't have to do that, but they do it by a good faith of gesture, and they do it to lure content creators to the platform as well. So I'm not completely naive about that. But that cut could be smaller, you all. It could be, instead of getting 55%, you can get 35%. But as long as I've been a creator, which is, I think, four years now, YouTube has not changed the cut. It's always been 55%, 45%. Creators get 55%, YouTube gets 45%. It's always been that way. And that's one of the good things about YouTube, that they have stability and the fact that they have not had to change how much creators make on the platform. Not to mention that we get 70% of all Super Chat and YouTube takes their 30% cut. So they split the advertising revenue with us. They give us the opportunity to have uh, people donate money to us via Super Chat and Super Thanks. And they take a 30% cut of that and we get 70%. And again, you can say, well, Viper... Why are they taking a cut of my super chat? That's money that people are donating to me. You know what Viper says to you? Would those people know you if you were not on YouTube? Some of you, that answer could be yes. I'm going to guess to a lot of you, that answer probably is no. So because YouTube created the opportunity for people to donate money to you via a live stream, they willingly deserve to get a cut of that, as they should. That's just the reality of the situation. That's the reality of life. So I'm going to leave you all with this. Have fun. Go out there, create your content, be present on as many platforms as you can do and keep up realistically. Don't burn yourself out, but make sure that you are protecting your neck. Make sure you're on multiple platforms, but make sure you understand the terms and conditions of the platform that you're on so you don't fall on the platform bad side. Because once you fall on that bad side, it's hard to get off that bad side. So you don't want to fall on that bad side for any reason. Understand the opportunities that we have as creators today. Understand how good we have it with YouTube. There's nothing on earth like YouTube. Not to mention, I didn't even mention it during the podcast. It is the number two largest search engine in the world. So people are coming to YouTube naturally to search for things. And guess what happens in their searches? They have an opportunity to discover your content by the searches that they're doing on the platform. And that's just because of the perception of YouTube. People know that if they want to search for something and see how to do it visually, you go to YouTube. And just that knowledge out there in the world that YouTube is a search engine provides YouTubers a chance to be discovered by viewers and by brands. Do not take YouTube for granted or whatever platform that you choose to call home. Do not take the platform for granted. The platforms owe you nothing. Make your content. But be respectful of the fact that we have it so good today. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Tube Talk. I will be back next week. Hopefully something I said during this episode resonates with you and you understand just how good we have it today. But I want to thank you all for listening. Always a pleasure. As I tell you guys all the time, if you want a chance to be on a podcast or have a chance to have your tweets mentioned, make sure you tweet at me at vidIQ, but use the hashtag Tube Talk when you're tweeting at me so I can discover your tweets and then I can shout you out on the podcast. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Tube Talk presented by Vid.
IQ. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk, brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.